You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Folks, we got a show today. Um, my goodness, uh, I have so much to talk about. Uh, if you don't know, uh, the reason I was away last week, because I was in Mexico. I was actually down at the, uh, very close to the Guatemala border, Mexican border, uh, the Mexico-Guatemalan border. And, um, let me tell you, uh, because if, if you're, if you haven't been watching the news, then you know, Guatemala was in Mexico last week and, and, well, mostly in Guatemala, but she did step over into Mexico, but she was in Guatemala. And, uh, I, now, let me go ahead and crush the rumors. Uh, yes, I was in Mexico. Yes, I was close to the border. Uh, no, I was not with Guatemala. I was not with uh, Guatemala Harris. Uh, but she was there. And I have got some things to tell you guys. I've got reporting to tell you that you will not hear on the lamestream media. They wouldn't dare tell you some of the things that I know. Um, and it's not that I'm... I'm got some secret messages or anything uh, this is just what i observed this is what i heard this is what i talked to when 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 i talked to people down in mexico um when i talked to guatemalans that were coming across the border <laughs> uh because folks down in that part of mexico uh there are tons of guatemalans and hondurans and el salvadorans and nicaraguans and uh, you name it venezuelans uh, that that try and get across that guatemala border into mexico and then they try to fast track it up here to the united states uh especially the last six months, as we've all seen. Uh, but uh, I was able to talk to a few people, and I'll tell you, uh, man, I, and just listening to the news down there, I, it's hilarious. Uh, so I'm going to get to that in a moment, and and we will, and, and I'll just, I'll recap. You know, I'll give you guys the the truth about Guatemala's, you know, <laughs> Guatemala Harris's trip to Mexico. Um, it was such a farce. So I'm going to get into that. But first, I'm going to tread on your attention span a little bit. And I want to tell you my experience of, of leaving Mexico. Because, folks, you have to understand this. I, if, if, you know, I tell you all the time that you should not be married to the letter D. You shouldn't be married to the little R either. Um, you need to judge politicians by their actions. And, and if a politician has made politics a career, then they need to be thrown out, uh, I, I, especially if they're Democrat, especially if they're establishment Republican. Uh, they need to be thrown out. Uh, politics shouldn't be a career. And if you're someone like Biden or uh, even Obama or some of these uh, many, many Bernie Sanders, he's the epitome of this. Uh, you shouldn't be able to go into politics basically poor. And come out a millionaire or billionaire. And that's what's happening. And so if ever there was a time to file for divorce against the letter D, uh, it's now. Uh, I mean, my goodness, you, sh- you should have done this already. But I'm going to give you a big reason now. And let me tell you. Um, so, and, and, and let me do this. Let me do this. You are listening to America's Web Radio, and this is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. And yes, I am f- fresh back to the United States, this wonderful, wonderful country. I tell you what, I, I just, I love it even more every time I step foot back in this country. Uh, but, and, and, and look, don't get me wrong. I, I love Mexico. That's my heritage. Uh, Spain and Mexico is my heritage. Uh, those of you who, who, who are new to the show, 
or don't know me well, my family made that trip from Spain to uh, San Cristobal, Mexico, and then throughout and then, you know, spread out around Mexico, uh, all on my father's side. And uh, so I, I love my heritage. But there is no country like the United States. I am an American first. I have, yes, Spanish, Mexican blood. Yes, absolutely. And I love it and I'm proud of it. But I'm an American first because I'm an American. And and uh, my, my own father, I mean, uh, he loves this country. How can you not love this country? But I won't even get into that. But anyway, uh, the what I want to tell you guys is I I am in Mexico City. So, so on Saturday morning, I flew from uh, – well, actually – well, let's just say Friday I was down by the by the border of Guatemala and Mexico. And I make my way Friday up to Tuzla. And then Saturday morning I make my way from Tuzla to, uh, which is Chiapas, Chiapas, Mexico. From Chiapas I make my way to Mexico City, what they call DF, the, the main city. And Saturday morning then I jump on a plane and come to the United Well, I attempted to jump on a plane to come to the United States. So I get to Mexico City Saturday morning, and I go to check in at Delta, and the officials look at me and go, where are your papers? <laughs> and I went, wait a minute. What do you mean, where are my papers? I'm a citizen. Uh, because, folks, I carry two passports. I'm a dual citizen. And they say, oh, well, you're a United States citizen, and you're headed back to the U.S. And I said, yes, I'm headed back to the United States, and I am a citizen. Uh, and then the officials say, well, your government, your current administration, uh, Guatemala and uh, here, here, uh, Joe. Um, so this official in Mexico at the airport is telling me your current administration requires that you, the citizen, you, the United States citizen, has to go get, has to have your covid papers and able to leave Mexico to go back to the United States. Uh, and what they meant by that is I had to go down the airport to the uh, testing site and get a COVID test and then it, and then get my negative COVID papers. And then I had to show that not once, not twice, three times so I could get on the plane and fly back to the United States. Now, here's my point, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a United States citizen... You have to take a test. You're forced to take a test for the COVID flu before you can come back into this country. But if you are illegal from God knows where with whatever intentions and you come to the border and you cross it, who cares about a test? What do you mean test? There's no test necessary. We're going to put you in a camp and then we're going to put you on a bus and we're going to send you to some city around the United States and we're going to set you free. The non-citizen has more rights than the citizen today in our own country. Now, look, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. What I'm telling you happened to me this past Saturday. So you can call me names and you Democrat listeners out there, because I know many of you are listening. You can say whatever you want to say, and you can try and cover for Joe. Dementia Joe, and you can try and cover for Guatemala Harris. But I was there, and this is happening. And if you, any of you want to take your happy butts down to the border, the United States-Mexican border, you can see the people, the floods of people just coming across. And then you can see the Biden administration just taking these people in and setting them free, moving them around the country. No 
testing sites and no COVID requirement testing. But if you're a citizen and you want to leave Mexico and you want to get on the plane and come back, you got to have your papers that show that you're tested negative for COVID. Folks, it's time. It's time to divorce the letter D. It is time for for you to realize as an American, we better take our country back. Our country is being guided right now, not by Democrats of the Kennedy years, uh, but by Democrats that believe full force in Marxism and socialism. And if you weren't already, uh, if you didn't already know where this country was headed with the current crop of Democrats, the current elected crop of Democrats, the elected Democrats who are pushing Marxism, uh, just look at CRT, critical race theory. Look around your school districts, wherever you are in any state in this country. You're seeing critical race theory pushed. That is Marxism. And then when 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 a U.S. citizen like myself is trying to leave Mexico and I miss my flight because the current administration here in this country deemed it necessary and and deemed it a requirement for me as a citizen to get tested and test negative for the coronas, for the Wuhan virus, before I can come back to my country, my country, the United States, my home, can't do it. But the illegal can come across the border and go wherever they want and get welfare and free school and free food and whatever else and free health care, according to Kamala and according to Joe, they're going to get free health care too. They don't have to take a test to come across the border. But the citizen does. Now, folks, look, I, 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 I'm passionate about this because it's wrong. And again, I, I'm not angry. I'm just Right. And, and that is what happened, folks. I, I, I missed my first flight because the current administration in this country, led by Dementia Joe and Guadalcamala Harris, deemed it a requirement for U.S. citizens to get tested for the Wuhan virus. You know, I mean, folks, look, I was in the airport in Mexico City and saw countless of people going through security and checking in in the airlines they were not being told to go have to go take this test. But the minute you had a passport from the United States, your butt was sent to the testing site. And, uh, and I missed the flight because of it. And, you know, folks, I, I'm, I'm, look, he, he, here's the other thing that really chaps my uh, derriere. Where do you think Mexico got those tests? They got them from the United States. And I guarantee you they didn't pay for them. Where do you think Mexico's getting the vaccine? They're getting it from the United States, and I guarantee you they're not paying for it. But you know what I had to do when I got tested in Mexico City? I had to pay $40. That's American dollars, 40 American dollars to get tested. My tax, I can almost guarantee that my tax dollars paid for those tests that they were giving me, but I had to pay for it again. And the vaccine, please, we're sending that vaccine all over the world, and we're not charging anyone for it. But you know who else, who did get charged for it? You, the taxpayer. And you're going to be paying for it for years to come. Your kids are going to be paying for it, and your kids' kids are going to be paying for it. Now, I, I don't have a problem, just as many Americans don't have a problem with helping the world out. But we got to stop giving money away like we were just picking it off trees. 
But to give this stuff away to countries and then have those countries charge us, the American taxpayer, you know, the minute you show your your the minute I showed my United States passport to the testing site, they should have said, "Up, oh, free." free. Thank you. Thank you, United States citizens, because your taxpayer dollars are giving us the vaccine. Thank you, United States citizen, because your taxpayer dollars are giving us these tests. You don't need to be charged. We're not going to charge you. Just please accept our thanks. But that doesn't happen. That didn't happen. They look at you and go, oh, United States, well, your administration's making you get tested. So come on, we're going to shove this Q-tip show far up your nose. We're going to rub your brain with it. And then we're going to charge you 40 bucks to do it. That is what's going on right now. And that you will not hear in the lamestream media, the state media and the tech companies that are basically the state media and the lamestream media in this country will not tell you these truths. And folks, this isn't my truth or someone else's truth. This is the truth. There are no my truths and his truths and her truths. There, there is only the truth. And I lived it, experienced it. And, uh, and and you know what? Let me tell you, I, 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 w- I wasn't going to get too much into personal details. Let me tell you something else. I was in the airport with my elderly father. Now, he's vaccinated, and he actually had his vaccinated card. What if they had to let him through? Now, he had his vaccination card. He should have been allowed to go through. But he doesn't need to travel alone. He needs to tra- I-, I was there with him. But they would have stopped me. And, and what if they had to let him go? But you know what? Even with his passport, they didn't let him go. He still had to pay 40 bucks and get tested. It's asinine, folks, and, it's, and it should outrage every American citizen. All right. We're going to take a breather and go to the first break. And when we come back, I'm going to get into some Guatemala-Harris Guatemala news that you're not going to want to miss. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Hi. This is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. Okay, folks. So, look, you know, even though all that happened, like I said, getting back to the United States is awesome. And I, and I, I have to give kudos to the United States Customs because... 
this was the easiest. Look, I, I travel a lot, folks, and uh, I'm in and out, and, and every year, molten, once, twice, you know, minimum once, but more, often more than that, I'm in Mexico, and I come back, and you have to come through customs, and there's usually long lines, and you got to go to the kiosk and fill out and answer questions. Uh, none of that happens anymore. Uh, I was so nice to see, so a big kudos to the United States Customs Agents. Um, we landed in, in, in Atlanta Saturday and walked off the plane, went right into customs. They were dispersing people so well. There were no lines. We walked right up. The customs agent asked a couple of questions, looked at the passports and said, be on with your day. And it was very nice. And it was just, it was a great, it was the best experience I've had in customs in quite a while. Um, and the quickest I've ever gotten through customs. So... I, you know, I give kudos where kudos is deserved and it is deserved there. Uh, so, um, but you know, look, anyway, like I said, folks, it's things like this. It's nothing to get angry about, um, to, to really worry yourself about, um, to, to affect your life, but it should make you wake up and reassess how you vote. Um, I don't want anyone having a chip on their shoulder, um, you know, it doesn't help. That's just going to hurt your life. Uh, but what you can take with the information that I gave you and the truths that I just gave you and the experience I had, uh, take from that and divorce the letter D. If you're still a sycophant and you think your DNA tells you to vote for a letter D, then I'm going to tell you it's time to stop that. So that's why I said don't get angry. And it's almost maybe it's like getting even. And the way to do that is to throw these officials out, throw these career politicians out, and that includes establishment Republicans. Um, I so look, I, that that is my message. So let me move on. Uh, I, I want to get into some uh, some Guatemala Harris news. So, folks, I'm down in Mexico, and last week, and I, uh, you know, Guatemala Harris is making news all over the place. Look. You're going to hear the lamestream media, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, PBS, um, NPR, all of them. You're going to hear them say, oh, my gosh, Kamala, what a great job she did. Joe Biden, he's at the G7 meetings. And boy, when, 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 when Jill's not taking the meeting and Joe's in the meeting, he is just fantastic. Uh, I mean, folks, they're going to lie to you and tell you how respected he is, how respected the United States is now. And it is quite the contrary. I am telling you, folks, I saw firsthand in my experience in Mexico last week, um, talking to Guatemalan people, talking to Mexican people, talking to some officials, uh, they are laughing at Joe Biden. They are laughing at Guatemala Harris. Uh, folks, Guatemala Harris stood in Guatemala last week, very close to where I was, and made an absolute fool out of herself. And these people know it. They are laughing at her. And they're laughing at Joe Biden. And they're doing it right in their faces. And the media, if you look at the media in Mexico or you look at the media in Guatemala, look at the media in the UK, look at the media around the world, and you'll see some headlines that are quite different than what you'll see in the United States. The sycophant media here, the lamestream state media here, is going to tell you that we're respected again. Joe Biden is is just always such a joking good guy. 
and he's just so nice. But what they're not telling you is that half the times Joe Biden looks like he's clueless, half the times he looks like he's forgetting where he is, Kamala is so in over her head, all she does is cackle and giggle because she can't answer questions. They won't allow them to answer questions when they're on these trips, and they're being made fun of. Folks, we haven't been respected as a country like we were under Donald Trump since Ronald Reagan, and right now, we are being laughed at. And that's just the truth. That is, I see it where I when I travel, folks. Um, so let me tell you why they were laughing at Guatemala Harris. Let me tell you why. So, Guatemala is uh, down there in in, Guata, in Guatemala, and let me remind you, folks. After months and months and months of of being on the campaign trail, Kamala Harris on the campaign trail and Joe Biden. They told you for months and months and months and months. They told me, they told you, they told the American people on the campaign trail and in debates. They told us up up until a few months ago, they were still telling you, you're a racist if you want to secure the border. You're a racist if you want to control the border. You're a racist if you don't believe in open borders. They were telling migrants to come. Come here, you illegal people. Come on, come one, come all. We're going to welcome you all. That was the message for months and months and months and months that Guatemala Harris and Joe Biden, that's the message they were telling you. They were te- Go look it up, folks. You Democrats out there who seem to forget yesterday, uh, go look it up. And you can see, as as far as just a couple of months ago, Guatemala Harris and Joe Dementia Biden were telling you, if you didn't believe in open borders, you're racist. If you want to crack down on the border, you're racist. If you want border security, you're racist. If you want the United States to be a sovereign nation, you're racist. They were calling you a racist at every turn. If you questioned their policy, you were called a racist. And after all of that, Guatemala Harris stood in Guatemala last week and she looked at the Guatemalan people who were there listening to her that, folks, I am telling you, she looked at them and she said, don't come. Don't come to the border. Don't come illegally. There are legal ways to come to the United States. We will not allow you to come anymore. We will send you back. That that was her message to the Guatemalan people. Folks, I, I mean, I was looking for her to wink, 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 nod, nod. Because up until last two weeks ago or a month ago, the border's wide open and they're telling people, come on, come on. But then last week, she stood in Guatemala and Guatemala Harris looked at the Guatemalan people and said, don't come. Don't come. We have laws. We have law. What? I mean, it was I couldn't believe my own ears when I heard this last week. Suddenly, Guatemala Harris found the law. And she's told the, the Guatemalan president, she told the Guatemalan people, don't come. Tell your people not to come. I'm telling you not to come because we have laws and we will send you back. There are There's a right way to come and that's the way you need to do it. She had the audacity to tell them that now, folks. Now, you may not know that because your sycophant media here and the state-run media is not going to tell you 
But I was there, folks. I was down there and close by now. Granted, I was not with her, uh, but I was down there. I'm seeing the news reports, and I and, and and this is what she said. And months and months and months and months, folks, on the campaign trail, Guatemala Harris was telling you and calling you a racist if you question her border policy, if you question uh, the fact that the borders were open, if you didn't agree with open borders, you were a racist. Now, why? The question you got to ask yourself, why all of a sudden would Guatemala Harris tell the Guatemalan president and the Guatemalan people that we have laws in the United States and we're going to uphold that immigration law and you don't need to come to the border? Why would she suddenly do that? Well, folks, maybe it's because right before Guatemala Harris landed in Guatemala, the Supreme Court of the United States voted unanimously. Now, let me repeat that. They voted unanimously, 9 to 0. 9 to 0, they voted against allowing illegal immigrants who came here illegally to get permanent residence, to apply for permanent residence. The Biden administration led by, apparently, Guatemala Harris, have been fighting and pushing and wanting to give all the open border, all the immigrants that have flooded over, all the illegals that have flooded over the past six months, they want to let them apply for legal status. Why? Because they want them to vote. They want a new voting class. Well, the Supreme Court last week, right before Guatemala Harris's trip, they voted unanimously, folks, unanimously, 9 to 0 they voted and said, no, we have current immigration law. And under current immigration law, an illegal person who comes across the border illegally cannot apply for permanent residency. Now, folks, I don't know if hell froze over last week. I don't know if there's some snowball fights going on in, in, in hell right now. But I couldn't believe when that Unanimous decision came from the courts. That means the all-knowing, all-powerful, amazing Latina Sotomayor on the court, that means she also voted to uphold current immigration law. I couldn't believe it. Uh, not, not just Sotomayor. I mention it because Sotomayor is the ultimate knowing, all-knowing Latina, you know, because she's a Latina woman on the court. And the Democrats just love her activism. Well, she voted unanimously with the other justices to uphold current immigration law in the United States. I couldn't believe it. I could so kudos to her. I mean, I look, she deserves some kudos. Uh, I just can't believe. That's why I'm asking if hell froze over. If they're having snowball fights down there, because I can't believe that she actually voted to uphold the Constitution and uphold current immigration law. Uh, and, and Elena Kagan did too. Elena Kagan did too. I, those are the two probably most activist judges on that bench right now. And uh, they both could not find a way. They couldn't twist the Constitution. They couldn't wring it out enough. They couldn't find a way to vote to allow illegals to apply for permanent residence. And they couldn't do it because the Constitution is clear and the current law is clear. And they voted nine to zero, folks. That is huge. So that is, if you're looking for the reason why Guatemala Harris suddenly would stand in Guatemala and look at the people and go, don't come. We can't have you coming to the border anymore. 
That is why, folks, because her and Dementia Joe just got slapped down nine to zero by the Supreme Court. Now, folks, imagine this is all we ask for as a constitutionalist voter. What's what I am? I'm a libertarian constitutionalist voter. All I ask for is for the United States Supreme Court to uphold the United States Constitution. Their job as the third branch, the judicial branch, is to interpret the Constitution. Their job is to not legislate. Their job is to not change law. Their job is to interpret the Constitution. And they're going to either, through the interpretation of the Constitution, they're either going to uphold a law or they're going to shoot it down. That is their job. And my goodness, last week they did their job. All nine justices did their job. And as a libertarian constitutional voter in the United States of America, that's all me, all, all I, and, and, and all my fellow conservatives, that's what we ask for. We do not want activism on the bench. As a libertarian constitutional voter, I do not want activism I don't want it from the left. I don't want it from the right. I want a judge who's going to interpret the Constitution. And sometimes I might agree with it, and sometimes I may not. But what I must agree with is, did they uphold the Constitution? And that's what's important, folks. And that's what they did, 9 to 0. All right, folks, we're going to take our next break. Don't you go anywhere. I got more about Guadalcamala Harris's trip. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. So, so folks, look, uh, it's a great day. It's a great thing that, that the United States Constitution, nine, uh, the United States Supreme Court, uh, ruled 9-0 to zero unanimously to uphold the Constitution and to uphold immigration law. I mean, folks, let me put it to you very simply. Um, I have – there's an awesome – let's say a, a – a fellow radio guy uh, by the name of Will Cow, who uh, – and I got to give him credit – 
He's actually the one that uh, I said I came up with Guatemala Harris. He came up with uh, Guatemala, uh, which is uh, hilarious. Uh, but he also said something that 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 I wanted that deserves repeating. And he, you know, like I said, I want to give him credit uh, because he said this. This isn't something I came up with. He came up with this. But he said, let me let me put it to you this way: If somebody breaks into your home, do they become your roommate? So if, if a criminal breaks into your home, they don't become your roommate. So it's the same thing with a border. If you come over here illegally, you can't just, poof, be a citizen. There is a right way to do things here, folks, just as my father did. Uh, My father came here the right way, and it is not fair to him for people to come streaming across the border and jump in line of people like my father who did it the right way. Um, And that's not saying we shouldn't help people because folks i have a great plan and if i run for office next year uh i'm not saying that i am i'm saying if i did um, i've got some great ideas and great plans where we could help the people of mexico and guatemala and nicaragua and and all these other countries countries uh in, in central america and south america um we can help these people there's a way to do it and it doesn't involve the continuation of sending millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that are unaccounted for, and it doesn't involve opening our border. Um, there's a way to do it, folks. But let me tell you, the establishment politician does not want to solve the immigration problem. That is the establishment politician, Democrat and Republican, do not want to solve the immigration problem. Hear me well, hear me again. The establishment career politician, Democrat and Republican, does not want to solve the immigration problem. But I know how to solve it. At least I know a good way to try, which is going to get us a lot further than these bozo career politicians that are in office right now. And I love where you're going with that, David, but I can't repeat that. (laughs) So, But uh, look, folks, I mean, there, 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 there are solutions to every problem. Some are hard, some are not so hard. But if you're sitting around expecting an establishment politician to actually come up with that solution, then you're kidding yourself and it's about time you figure it out. So, all right, and don't worry, we're going to have lots more shows and, and I will help you uh, figure it out. Uh, but uh, but let me get back to a little bit more of what, what was going on in Guatemala and, and Guatemala Harris. Um, look, folks. I mean, it, 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 it's still amazing that um, she went down there and was telling people not to come after, after telling the American people that they're racist if they don't believe in open borders. Uh, they also, my gosh, it was Joe Biden who told illegals across the world, uh, come storm our border. It, we're open now. It was the Biden administration that said, we're going to reverse everything that Trump did. It was the Biden administration that said, we're going to stop border wall construction. It was the Biden administration that said, we're going to defund the border patrol. We're going to defund police. We're going to... Folks, the reason the border is being inundated by illegals for the past six months is because the Biden administration basically opened the doors. They signaled for them to come. And now you've got Guatemala Harris. Guatemala. Guatemala Harris is in, last week, Guatemala telling people not to come. And why? Because the Supreme Court, 9 to 0 shot him down so folks i mean uh, you know it, it's just it's it's crazy 
that they have the audacity. This is how dumb. Let me put it to you this way. This is how dumb the Democrats think you, the voter, are. This is how dumb they think you are. Uh, and the media is trying to cover for them the the social media sites. I mean, I could probably post all of this stuff, all the things I experienced this past week in Mexico, uh, down by the border of Guatemala and in the airports. I could probably post and ex- all my experiences. But how much you want to bet that I would get thrown off of all the platforms? We're going to be lucky if we don't end up in jail with YouTube just by the broadcast of this show. But... Uh, Oh my goodness, folks! But but let's get into a little more. So so she's down there. Guatemala Harris is down there, just telling the people of Guatemala not to come. And then she starts telling them all these political correct phrases. She basically starts virtue signaling. Now the first thing, I, I, look first. I want to remind you guys, remind all you listeners out there, um, it. It's the United States for decades that has been sending millions and millions and millions of dollars every year to Guatemala. Now, I'm just going to single out Guatemala, but we do it to El Salvador. We do it to Venezuela. We do it to all Mexico, too, and all these other countries uh, around the world. We just give money like it. I mean, it comes off the printing press, and it goes right off to some despot's bank account. But let me focus on Guatemala because that's where Guatemala Harris was last week. So if you look up, folks, and do a DuckDuckGo search, pull up DuckDuckGo. You might even use be able to use Google. I don't know if they've shut this off yet, but but use DuckDuckGo and do a search and, and just do a query. How much money has the United States sent on a yearly basis to Guatemala? Do that. That can be your homework. You're on point with Victor homework. Do a duck, duck, go query and ask, how much money has the United States taxpayer sent Guatemala on a yearly basis? Folks, for the past decades, every year we've sent millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to Guatemala. What is there to show for it? The problem right now with Central America and and South America is that they're all on a fast track to socialism. They're all on a fast track to Marxism. The influence of Russia, the influence of China um, is is huge. Uh, What's happening in Venezuela should be making all the countries of South America, all the countries of Central America, including Mexico, should be making them run to the United States going, please, show us how to do a republic. Show us how to do a constitutional government. Show us how to do freedom and liberty. Please show us how to do that. That's what they should be doing, but they're not. And when the United States is weak because of Dementia Joe and Guatemala Harris, then the weak Democrat governments of the United States don't push freedom and liberty. They're pushing Marxism and socialism. And so what's happening in Central America and what's happening in South America and what's happening in Mexico, uh, these countries are listening to these these ridiculous dreams of Marxism and these ridiculous dreams of socialism. And they're pushing that on their people. While the, the despot, the elitist, remember folks, socialism is not for the socialist. It's only for the peasant. So the leaders in Mexico, the leaders in Guatemala, the leaders in El Salvador, the leaders in Honduras, the leaders in Nicaragua, they love the idea of the elitist class 
and ruling over the peasants because that's what Marxism is. That's what socialism is. And so instead of seeing the downward spiral of the people in Venezuela and the people of El Salvador and the people in Guatemala, and the, instead of seeing that and going, my goodness, let's, let's go the way of freedom and liberty. Let's give that a try. Folks, you know, while you're doing your queries on the DuckDuckGo search, while you're looking for the, the money that we've sent, why don't you look at how many Marxist revolutions and socialism revolutions El Salvador has had, Nicaragua has had, Honduras has had, Guatemala has had. Look it up. When is the day going to come that we can say, hey, why don't you try a little bit of freedom, a little bit of liberty? Why don't you try emulating a, a re- Republican form of government, a republic? Try emulating that, and let's see how many boats you lift in your country. And then suddenly, you won't have so many people trying to leave your country. You won't have so many people. Look, Guatemala, Guatemala can't get ahead in so many areas because they're losing their youth. They're losing their youth and their capable people, the people who should be studying there, the people who should be bringing some good ideas and developing Guatemala. They're not doing it because they're running to the United States. And let me pause here for a minute and say this. If the United States was so racist, if we're so systemically racist right now, uh, the Democrats would have you believe that we're racist. They want you to believe the United States is full of white supremacists. If that were the case, why are millions and millions and millions of brown people and black people and yellow people and whatever other color people, why are they dying every day to get across the border into the United States? Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm only asking you to think logically and think commonsensically. <laughs> That's a word. Uh, look, this is the show of common sense. And, and, and logic. This is the On Point with Victor show. You are listening to America's Web Radio. So I'm asking you think logically. If you were a victim of white supremacy, if you were a victim of racism, would you run to the country that had white supremacy and racism? No, you wouldn't. This country, ladies and gentlemen, the United States is the most, the biggest melting pot in the world. Are there a few spots where people might be mean to each other and maybe there's some racist people maybe there's prejudice everywhere folks everybody's got prejudices but are we a racist country no are we a systemic racist country no are we do we have white supremacists running around everywhere in the in the united states that 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 would should be deemed the most the biggest problem in the united states right now no but that's what the democrats are telling you They're telling you this because they're trying to pit American against American. And it's awful, folks, because it it works in some areas. And, and, And this is why you've got to divorce the letter D. This is why you've got to start throwing out establishment career politicians. So think about it logically. All the millions of brown people and black people and whatever color people that are running to get to the United States, drowning in the rivers to get across the border. Do you think they would risk their life to run to the country that's supposedly racist and full of white supremacists? No, I'm going to tell you they wouldn't. Think about it yourself, folks. If you were a victim of white supremacy and, and, and systemic racism on a daily basis, would you run to the country that was supposedly full of the systemic racism? I don't think you would. 
All right, folks, we'll be right back after a few more messages. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Uh, let me tell you another logic line to follow or, or something else to think about logically. Uh, if the United States is systemically racism, understand what systemic racism means. They mean that racism is embedded in our system of laws, our system of government. If that is the case, why wouldn't you blame number one, Joe Biden? That man has been vo- every policy, every tax policy that you've lived through for the past 50 years, Joe Biden voted for. So if this country is racism and systemically racist, then how can you not blame the systemically racist Democrats who have been in office for decades and decades. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden. I mean, I could go on and on. Folks, we live with so many rules and regulations that were put in place by Democrats. So if we are a systemically racist nation, then it is because of systemically racist Democrats. That is the logical line to follow, folks. So if I'm making you uncomfortable, well, then maybe it's about time somebody made you uncomfortable and made you think a little logically. Now, look, my Democrat friends out there, I love you to death. But if I'm making you a little uneasy right now, well, then maybe just maybe you should think about a little bit about what I'm saying today, because I am not telling you any hyperbole today i'm not using hyperbole i'm not i'm not telling you any lies today i'm merely if you think you can destroy my logic if you think 
you can defeat my argument. Well, then come at me, bro. Come at me. Uh, you can you know how to reach me victor at americaswebradio.com gm at americaswebradio.com uh, you know how to reach me so if you think you can defeat my argument if you think you can defeat my logic then come at me come on bring it on bring it on look i, I look if you if you if you send me an email and you call me names and you cuss at me i i'm going to delete it i'm not going to reply to it but if you want to have an honest conversation and you think you can defeat my argument, then bring it up. Bring it up. We'll have a nice discussion because uh, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> so I really am. So, all right, folks. Uh, let me tell you a little bit more about uh, Guatemala Harris's trip. So Guatemala Harris. Um, she wasn't done. She wasn't done, but she didn't just go down to Guatemala the, last week and tell people, uh, don't come to the border. Um she went into – I mean, this is where she really made herself look like a fool because instead of c- coming up with policy or actually discussing hard issues and coming up with some solutions, uh, no. Instead, she virtue signaled. She was throwing virtue signaling everywhere as fast as she could. Um, I, I mean, it, it was, it's just flat-out embarrassing. And this and this is why I said Guatemala Harris embarrassed herself. She embarrassed the United States. She embarrassed the people of the United States. And, folks, I was there. Let me remind you, if you're just tuning in, I was in Mexico last week. I was near the Guatemalan border last week. I was talking with some people, some officials, and some uh, just, and just random people. And they are laughing at Guatemala Harris. They're laughing at Joe Biden. They're laughing at the United States. They do not respect the United States. You want to know when they respected the United States? They respected the United States when President Trump was president. Uh, They may not have agreed with him all the time. They may not have liked him, but they respected him. They knew if Donald Trump said something, he by God meant it. And they knew that President Trump was putting America first. The American citizen came first under President Trump. And and you know what? To people that I talk to in Mexico and Guatemalans that I talk to, they don't have a problem with that because they think their government should put them first. They think their government should put them first. So they don't find it odd that the American people would want their government to put them first. But Joe Biden doesn't think that. Guatemala Harris doesn't think that. Uh the American citizen comes last right now. And uh, and look, folks, so she started this, this virtue signaling. She sat there and looked at the president of Guatemala, and she looked at the people of Guatemala, and she said, we're going to invest in, in – in, oh, she came up with a new word. Well, she didn't come up with a new word. Some fancy-pants academic – socialist Marxist Democrat came up with a word, but she she looked at the president of Guatemala and the people of Guatemala, and she said, we're going to help you become ecopreneurs. Now, she couldn't even read that word that was written for her. She stumbled all around it and finally got it out, but she was saying ecopreneurs. So they've developed this. Now, now they're down there virtual signaling. Look, there is abject poverty in Guatemala, folks, and in Mexico and then throughout Central America and South America. If you think we have poverty in the United States, you are sadly mistaken because you can't compare real poverty of Guatemala to what we have here in the United States. Do we have poverty in the United States? Yes. Do we have people that need help in the United States? Yes. Should we be helping them? Yes. Uh, Number one, there should be no such thing as a homeless veteran. 
But we have that problem in the United States, and it needs to be fixed. But we don't have poverty like we do, like they do in Guatemala and in Mexico and in El Salvador and in, in, in Nicaragua and Venezuela. Uh, they, we don't. But Guatemala Harris stood there and told the president of Guatemala and people in Guatemala and, and, and the abject poor in Guatemala, she said, you know what? We're going to come up with a new word, and it's eco, ecopreneurs. And then she cackled and laughed for a little bit. And you know how she cackles when she gets nervous. She cackles when she doesn't know what she's talking about. So she comes up. So she can't come up with a real plan. She can't come up with a, with a real discussion on how to help these people. Nope. She comes up with ecopreneurs. Ecopreneurs. She tells these poor people in Guatemala, well, you know what? We got to tackle climate change and you do too. You can't afford food. You can't afford real housing. You live in a shack, but we're going to come down and we're going to teach you about climate change, this fake science. We're going to teach you how to become an ecopreneur. Now look, folks, don't misunderstand me. I... Everyone should be a good steward of the environment. And, and if, 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 if ever there was going to be such thing as an, eco, an ecopreneur, it's going to come from the United States. We do the most to make clean air. We do the most to make sure that we manufacture. Whatever we're doing, we do it the cleanest way possible. Because here in the United States, we have the most stringent regulations when it comes to the environment. So we probably do have businesses that could qualify as ecopreneurship here in the United States. We have companies. I've met some of them, folks. They take uh, plastic water bottles and make plush animals. They take companies here in the United States, folks. They take uh, plastic and, and, and trash and they make solo cups, hard cups, not plastic. They make, uh, they make them from, from the environment to save and help the environment. So, the, so don't under, misunderstand me. These are good things, but when Guatemala Harris goes to Guatemala, goes to Guatemala, and talks to people who are abject poor, and and live in shacks, some of them live in boxes. Literally, they live in boxes with tree limbs on them, and tells them that they need to be worried about ecopreneurship. It's an embarrassment, folks. It's an embarrassment. Um, She's trying to push the religion of climate change on people who just want to make a living. They want to have a job so they can pay for food for their family. But she's down there virtue signaling. Guatemala Harris isn't down there trying to help them. How can we figure out how to get food on your table? Nope. We got to teach you, teach you how to be, understand the religion of climate change and how to become an uh, ecopreneur. And then she promised... Look, folks, I already told you to look up how much money over the last decades we've been sending Guatemala. But yet she promised uh, another millions and millions and millions of dollars to give to Guatemala for affordable housing. Now, folks, where do you think this money? I told you Guatemala and all these other countries down in Central America and South America are heading to the way of Marxism. They have socialism. Their leaders believe in socialism. They believe in Marxism. Every dollar or, or 90% or so or more of the dollars that the taxpayer of the United States sends to Guatemala goes to the pockets of the elitist leaders in Guatemala. The elitist leaders live great. The president of Guatemala doesn't ask for food every day. The president of Guatemala doesn't stand in a food line every day. Even the president of Venezuela doesn't stand in a food line, folks. They are fat. 
they are fat with abundance. And that abundance is they're getting because the United States taxpayer, under the direction of Guatemala Harris and Joe Biden, are sending, and not just them, folks, the I told you, look up the past decades, how much taxpayer dollars have gone to Guatemala to prop up the Guatemala governments, not the people. The peasant in Guatemala doesn't get to see that money. The people in Guatemala who need that money, they don't see the taxpayer dollars from the United States. The elitist government sees that dollar and puts it right in their pockets. And Guatemala Harris stood there last week and told these poor people, oh, we're going we're gonna to send more money to your leaders for affordable housing? You know, there are people in Guatemala that would just be happy to have a one-room apartment. They would be happy to have a bungalow, to have a roof that's an actual roof that's not made out of tree limbs, not made out of banana leaves. They would be happy for that. But Guatemala Harris is down there telling them, we're going to send you taxpayer dollars so your government can squander it, but we're going to pretend that it's for affordable housing. This is the virtue signaling that Guatemala Harris stood down there and was telling the poor people of Guatemala. And she didn't stop there. Uh, she talked about I mean, uh, she talked about agribusiness. Look, it would be great if actual dollars would go to help the aggregate ag- <laughs> the agribusiness of Guatemala. It would be great. That means they could grow more food. They would have more food for their people, and that could turn into jobs, and that could turn into housing. Uh, so it'd be great if, if that's what they were doing, but, but that's not what so – she goes down there and talks the game and virtue signals, but all this money is going to go to the government pockets of Guatemala like it has for decades and decades and decades. So, I mean, folks, look, I, this is why I said she embarrassed herself. Guatemala Harris embarrassed herself. She embarrassed the United States because it's pretty ridiculous when – According to Guatemala Harris, a recycling program, hashtags, and kumbaya knitting parties is what the Guatemalan people need. That's what you would have to believe if you listened to what Guatemala Harris was telling the poor people of Guatemala. So, folks, I'm going to have to leave it there, but, but this is why – this is why – We've got to start looking at who we're voting for. I've told you once and I'll tell you again. All right, folks, that's all I got. I'll have more next week. You be sure to come back and tune in. Don't go anywhere because Locked and Loaded with Roger B is next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.